Healing crystals, skincare routines, knitting a sweater, fitting in jeans. With Katie and Sarah, no need to worry, you're on a lady journey. Oh my gosh, lady journey. We're back. I didn't think we were going to get back so soon. I, I thought it was going to be a new year, but we have, I have a, Joe and I have a, f- really good friend in town that's helping with we're, the baby. It, we're back and it's so good to be back because you're a mom now. <laughs> I'm a mom. I have to tell you, I don't feel funny. Oh yeah. I get all. that. Yeah. Well, you've been barely sleeping, you were saying. No sleep and then you don't see, you don't really see a lot of people. Yeah. And yeah, yeah it's just you and the baby at <laughs> late in the hours. <laughs> you're trying out your bits on your baby. You're like, hey, is this anything? Well, I know as a friend, I was like, I've come twice and then I, I kept being like, I'm going to be over here every second. And then I, ne- I never came again. <laughs> well, you, <laughs> we can't come to Astoria. And also like, yeah, um, I was like that too. I now feel bad for every friend that I've had in my life that's had a baby and I have not reached out because I just didn't yeah. think I didn't really think about it. Yes. Yeah. You you're know, in we your own like, world. You didn't realize, I didn't realize how isolating it was for them. Yeah. And now I know and I, I want to make an amends to every female friendship that's had a baby. Yes. Um, now you know. You're on the other side of it. But now it's like too late because they're all like 40 and their kids are going to college. <laughs> So I can't Sorry, reciprocate. I ignored you. Yeah. <laughs> well, I have to say though, the baby is very cute. He's super cute. Oh he, my gosh, he's so like chubby and he's and starting cutie. to smile now. So it's all worth it. Oh my gosh, Where I get something out of it. And we, you, <laughs> yeah, you're like, I did it. <laughs> That's all you need is a comic, just a little smile and laugh. I just want a dopamine hit. Yeah, give me a dopamine hit because you're not getting any dopamine hits. No, my gosh. Well, you're like up. You're up. You're sleeping like three hours a night. Like Yeah, I think I'm averaging close to four. But I do, I have eight hour stretches with him, but he only does a little bit of sleeping at a time. Mm-hmm. And then he also makes, uh, I call them like baby dinosaur noises. Um, yes. Even while he's sleeping, it's a lot of this, like a lot of clearing his throat. <clears> throat> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh. It's really cute. It's really cute because you're like, they're always like trying to do something. You know, yes. he's like, he, in his mind, he's like conquering. You well, know? he starts moving my head with his head and I'm like, a sir, <laughs> just ask me where you want to go and I'll move you there. Yeah, like, but he's consent. like this. He's like, uh, 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 uh. I, and then he rests on your windpipe and he's like much better <laughs> I do find babies in a way to be like quite tyrannical you know like I remember babysitting this little baby and he, he could only um, he was probably about 8 to 10 months old he could only point he was like really into pointing yes and um so like wherever he would point that i would have to take him there and if i didn't he would cry so it would just be like like screaming screaming crying and then just over there and i'm like okay and now we're over here i'm like anything you know just kind of being terrorized he's just like a little napoleon he's like we shall go over there and you're like okay we're over here now what do we do what do we do what do we do change of plans (laughs) i also find that part of like um, motherhood or taking care of a baby is um, placing him in different kinds of chairs to see if that's what he <laughs> likes the best. It's is this hilarious. chair okay? Okay, yeah. no. How about this chair? Yeah. And now I, I, I'm like, I'm on the quest. 
of you can't just do trial and error. Like I have to, I have to buy these products and mm-hmm. then they're expensive. And then you're like, well, that was a big fail. Oh yeah. For about $200. He hated that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it is so funny because especially as, as you move on in your life as a woman, you're kind of like, you know, always doing like writing jokes is like a high level cerebral activity. And you're like, I've now taken on a different position where I'm an assistant. <laughs> I'm an assistant to a baby. Who- I'm busy finding chairs for my client right now. <laughs> Um, and I have to feed him every two hours. (laughs) He is so cute though. I have to say like, I'm blown away by his cuteness and you, I got lucky. I think I I did. I got really lucky with his cuteness. And he does look like Joe a bit, like in the eyes, I feel. Yeah. It's kind of hard to tell when they're that little though. I know. Cause I do feel like there's four templates for babies Mm -hmm. and Meaning they come in four styles. Yes. And yes. Yeah, we got the cute style. You got the cute one. Um, what are the other styles? Um, there's Where's ugly, which there's, is also the cute. There's vaginal birth head, which is like an <laughs> egg head. Conehead baby. Conehead baby. Then there's the ones that look like they're baby like dinosaurs, like or like their <laughs> their eyes are like swollen pussies. <laughs> Yes, I know that. I know that time. And then I feel like my baby has the regular, like not regular, because they're all regular noses. I'm making a shame noses out there. No, no. He's got the little nose, and there's he's diff- got a little button. Button. He's nose. got a button nose, and there's so other cute. baby noses that I've noticed, and he doesn't have one of those. Yeah, yeah. I think I I love um, an ugly baby, one that's just kind of looking like modeled yes. and just kind of disgruntled. But you know? I've seen a few ugly babies and you wait a month and then they've turned out to be the cutest. Oh, they're so cute because all babies are cute because yeah. it's just like, it, especially I find like a, a baby that's looking like a little like wonky, like hair, you know, a sconce or something. Yeah. You're like, oh, he doesn't even know. It's like, <laughs> no that's idea. so cute to me. But I've seen babies that I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> I worked at a high end baby clothes store yeah. and some of the babies that came in there, I was like this. Good luck. Good luck. Enjoy yeah. it. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Hope for the best, but yeah, it's um, and you're not you're not you've made a commitment to not video the vape the baby. No, and now there's a few ideas that I want to make baby stuff because I have to make I have to you put have to my do, art out there. You have to do baby content. I'll play the role of your baby, which I feel like I'm, gonna, I'm like <laughs> just kind of like moving my head. Yes. <laughs> um. Well, I. That's what I was like. Well, maybe I'll buy one of those fake babies. Oh yeah, you were thinking of getting like baby. the baby that is from American Sniper, realistic looking yes. fake baby. Which you know, it's kind of like. But the, that feels weirder than making content with your baby. It feels like you never had a baby to begin with. <laughs> You're like, we just have this. I just start Rico. taking care of that one more than my baby. Yeah. Um. So, trying to do that. Um. It's. So great to be back, though. Can I do the stones really yes, quickly? Yes, let's do I'll stones. Do because we want to say, you know, we've we had um, we've had a two month break. The baby is now six weeks old. So Sarah's been in it, but yes. I've been home uh, and I've been very busy working on my social media, <laughs> yes. which is my baby, um, but also sleeping a lot. But we want to say um, thank you so much. And thank you for everyone being patient. Thank you to our new Patreon members, especially Lindsay, Lindsay. Thank Welcome. you so much for joining. Um, this is the Labradorite, one Ooh. of the most beautiful stones. I love the Labradorite. And this is for transformation. Is that what Labrador is? Like for baby, like the dogs? I think that 
It's unrelated. Unrelated. Yeah. Okay. But I love a Labrador. I love a Labradoodle. Oh, I love a, yes. I love a blend. I love a, a bougie dog. <laughs> a fusion. Oh, yeah. <laughs> a dog fusion. A dog fusion. Um, the Labrador is for transformation, also guarding against negative energy and healing. So, mm. Lindsay, thank you so much for joining our Patreon. Right week. before. Oh, well, this is past the holidays. This is our first episode in 2024. Yeah. So that we're. That's what I consider the dark period of the year yes. where nothing's happening and you're in the cold. It's, it's and the days terrifying. Are the days are so short. Yeah. You don't want to wake up at noon on one of these days because you start to feel like a vampire very quickly. Yeah. You might as well just sleep throughout the whole day just and try the, the next day. day. Oh, a little hibernation. Yes. Oh, that's very lady journey. Yes. Sleeping for a full day. Uh, I don't have, I'm not depressed. No. I'm on a lady journey. Um, and then also I have Sebi. Sebi, thank you so much for coming to our Patreon. And for you, I've got the Dalmatian Jasper, which is another, another dog, dog themed. Thing. And then you're like, that's not related either. Theme. I'm like, <laughs> no okay, relation. that's weird. The Dalmatian Jasper. Oh, yes. I love this I one. I see where it got its name. This one, this stone was actually um, donated to us by Greenwood Lake Yoga. They ha- it's a yoga uh, studio that's owned by my friend Sarah. And they also have a beautiful um, loft space where you can purchase gifts. Uh, now, Sebi, the Dalmatian Jasper. Oh, I love this one. Dalmatian Jaspers to help you remember to enjoy the simple things in life, to be playful and lighthearted. So enjoy something fun like a grilled cheese. Ugh. Oh my gosh, something fun from your childhood. Yeah. Oh, I'm an adult. I'm, I'm running eating... around. I'm busy. No, take a moment. I've been eating PB and J's lately. Oh my gosh, a PB and J. Um, underrated. Uh, absolutely. Now I'm not a jelly person. I have. I I've... do jam. Yeah, I, I like, go artisanal. Oh, I jam. oh my gosh, I, I love a marmalade, it... an orange yes. marmalade. <laughs> oh. oh, and and we're back, Lady Journey. <laughs> that's what. Uh, that's where I will feel like I know my husband's family where I'm like I only like fancy PB and J. Oh yes. Yeah. I love um a PB and H where I do honey. I do a little Ooh. Oh my gosh, a little raw honey. That's always nice. I have a problem of like um with Joe's family like don't you want the fancier side and then they're like no. We want the Concord grape <laughs> from the squeezy bottle. You're like, mm, I don't like it. Yeah, you may as well eat sugar packets. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm excited. I'm excited um, for the new year, and I'm excited for it to be playful, to be lighthearted, to have fun again, to have fun again. <laughs> I love. We were Not joking. This year. No, no. Maybe next year. We were joking before the podcast that um, before we started recording that you've kind of you're in a a dark mom era where you're just dropping, dropping. dark facts. <laughs> yeah, we're like, oh, that's fun. You're like, um, well. Have you, you guys want Frank? Yeah. Do you guys want to see a photo of a guy that had the most radiation damage ever? Yeah. <laughs> oh, don't mind her. She's a mom. <laughs> She's just been alone with her thoughts and a baby, so not technically alone. But I, um, when I was visiting you a couple of weeks ago, we were, um, you know, engaging in some a little bit of shit talking, and uh, I was like, healthy, uh, keeping the herd thin. Thin. Just a little. I had to catch you up. Yeah. I had to say, you know, this is what's going on, and um, I looked over and like sleeping so like quietly and sweetly I'm like is this going into him right now I mean, am I just like pouring my evil into him I think the other day I may have been crying in front of the baby and Joe's like wanted the baby out of the room so he doesn't see <laughs> and I was like he should see emotion he should see a woman cry yeah. for sure that's we're teaching him now have you seen this thing on TikTok which it's like a TikTok um 
I, I not a trend, but like a new bit of medical information that surfaced. It's the still face. Yes, the still and face a lot mothers. Of, and I have to tell you, it has hit the the mom community of like, oh, now we have to we can't rest our faces twenty four seven. Like, oh yes, yeah. So it there. I've seen a lot of videos being now when you realize that you're zoning out that you're you go like this, and then you th- all of a sudden you think of the still face mom, and then you're like this. Hi. 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 Yeah. Yeah. We're, um, I think that's not fair. Yes. I think that moms should be able to have a resting face. Because I guess, what is even the still face thing? It's like if you're raised with a mother who doesn't emote facially, then you are kind of what? I think we. You become a comedian or something. I guess (laughs) so. And then I'm like, did I have a still face mom? And then you wonder, but then you're like, I. If I hang out with somebody that's trying to entertain me 24-7, I want them out of my face. Yeah, you don't want a, a, an, an intense always energy. On mom. Yeah, <laughs> an always on mom seems like we're, hello, my baby. Hello, my, like, Please oh, don't cry. Why is Please my baby being weird? <laughs> I know. So I'm like, I don't feel like that's a fair assessment. But I think the study was more about like when your baby's trying is playing with you to mirror back. Okay. Yeah. So and like, not just negate. That it's ha- like play playing Don't interacting with you. Ignore your baby. Yeah, yeah. I think it's fine. I'm sure, like, if you're living a normal life, like just being normal to the baby. Yeah, you know. Well, now I was like. I don't want to be a mom that's on my phone the whole time, but I have to tell you, you realize like, what else am I supposed to do? And you can't even watch movies. So I find myself now on TikTok more than ever because Mm -hmm. I can only ingest small dosages of content. And that is TikTok. Yeah. Yeah. And now I get why TikTok is big in the mom community. Yeah. It's because that's all we're doing is we're scrolling while our baby's trying to sleep on top of us. Yeah. It makes sense. But what am I just supposed to zone out into space? Right. But I'm being present. I do have to tell you, I'll look at my baby while he's just kind of like taking it all in. And I'm like, I look at him I'm like this. How are you doing this without a phone? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I'm amazed. Uh, What are you doing? (laughs) You're just going off into your own mind. It reminds me of when I was when I was a little girl and I had to go to mass. I would have to go to church as part of my school and I would just be having like wild fantasies in my mind. You know, it's like that's not a good place you want to be. But don't I think it's better to go there than it is to be on your phone because I was having this the other day. I talked about this yesterday, but um, that. I, I want to go back to not being on my phone that much because mm-hmm. I was in the doctor's office and I couldn't get to my phone and I had to wait quite a bit and my pants were off. So I just didn't feel like going to my phone mm-hmm. while my pants were off. And so I had to go into my head. <laughs> yeah. And I was just thinking of like funny scenarios and you're like, oh, this is good for the comedic mind. They do say boredom is an important part of creativity. Yes. Yeah. And I don't feel like I've tapped into that mm-hmm. in a while. So I feel like maybe I'm going to try to... Lock do the that phone with, away. Yeah. with uh, during my postpartum. Yes. Now I want to hear everything about the birth. Okay. Yes. I, I've heard a little bit and I know you did have the, um, I went C-section. You, you went to C-section, which we love. We love. Um, I, and I think C-section and vaginal have pros and cons are about the same. Okay. They're not the same identically, but they weigh each other and good yes. and bad. Okay. So I feel like, if any lady that decides whatever she does, it's right for her. If anyone's listening to this for medical advice. <laughs> All the men on YouTube. Yes, you men out there. My favorite is the guys that are like, 
I listen to this to go to bed at night. <laughs> <laughs> and thank you. We try to keep the incels quiet and we had some we did have some hate actually on our um on some of our comments we got a uh we got a mean comment that said um put on some makeup and get out there and i said oh i didn't see that one and i'm like i am wearing a makeup i know (laughs) i actually deleted it because i didn't want you to see it i was like i don't know how what sarah's going through right now so i just took it off because we were wearing makeup and we looked great um i you are allowed to go full unhinged on our Instagram. Oh, please do. Oh my gosh, bump us up. Well, Say I'm saying for you. If oh, you, me, yes. If you want to start fighting in the comments, I'm, I'm, oh my I will gosh. support whatever decision you Thank make you in that so comment much. section. Thank you. That's very, that's, I appreciate that. Yeah. Because <laughs> there are a few. We'll go. Well, we got sidetracked, but we got sidetracked as we one, do. There was one the other day on YouTube that I was like, noted. Noted. You're not wrong. And now you've questioned my whole existence. Yes, I will be sleeping with this. <laughs> it is. I know. I've I've been doing a bit more content lately, and you know, I I love a hateful comment. You know, it's run of the mill. Something nice, something hateful. You but, can turn it into a bit. Oh, it's fine. You know, it's like okay, this is kind of part of the entertainment. But what I now I really can't wrap my mind around is like when people comment like, um, "Hey, you know, that reminds me of the time my my uncle, you know, brought." He kind of brought up something like that. And you're like, just a comment. Just, what? Are you okay? Are we hanging out? Yeah. You want to believe that everyone writing hateful comments, like they have a sad life, but it's like, no, what's going on? Yeah. This person's just throwing out information. (laughs) Do you you need me to call 911 Yeah. Are you okay? Yeah. You got to get out there and live your life. A, uh, whatever kind of check that they do, health check. (laughs) They call when you send the cops over to see a welfare check. Yeah. 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 Um, yes, my goal is to hit, hit the boredom, but where, what, what we were talking about before we went into the, oh, yeah, YouTube. the birth journey, the, the birth, birth journey. journey. Yeah, so yes. I'm dying to hear because you had, you had an induction scheduled. I had an induction and a week before the induction and my friend told me that she, her induction didn't take and she had to do C-section. I was like, oh, that sounds like an isolated event. And uh. I didn't think that wasn't go- was going to happen to me. And But I think apparently that happens a lot. Ah, so mm-hmm. even if you are going in for you're getting induced, um, it might not take. And I, so yeah. I went in three in the morning on the 26th. And, which is such a weird, I had to call it one being like, can you take me? It sounded like we were doing a drug deal. <laughs> I'll yeah. meet you in the parking lot. That's hilarious. And then the lady quietly was like, mm, yeah, we can take you. Um, wow. I guess sometimes they get overloaded. If it's an induction, then I'm not going through labor. Then there's really no need for me to come in if they're dealing with other women. I see. That are going into labor. Because those places, and it did get busy apparently on my weekend. Wow, three in the morning does seem suspicious. It does. And uh, I guess because um, it takes like a long time. Yeah. And it took a full 24 hours before I started to feel any cramps. So they, I didn't dilate. I wasn't dilating. I did an epidural, which was amazing. Oh, really? Oh, in my fact, gosh. I'm like, why can't I just be in an epidural state for the rest of my life? Oh, my I could gosh. Just, and you get a pen and you just pump yourself. Whoa. <laughs> that sounds delightful. You can't feel your legs. I was saying I was Lieutenant Danning all over the place. <laughs> I had no legs um, for about 24 hours. And I would, whenever I had to do bed transfers, it was just kind of like, roll onto the bed. Wow. Um sounds great. <laughs> Cut my legs but, off. But here's the thing is like 
when I'm at the doctor's office, you don't realize that you're checking off. Um, it's like a spa journey mm-hmm, where mm-hmm. you're like, oh, I should take a note that this is all going to cost me money. They're like, do you want this? And I'm never like, how much is that going to cost me? I'm like, yes. Oh, give yes. me the flu shot. <laughs> I love it. So I got a flu shot. Um, it is like a full service bar. And then, uh, so I got the epidural and that was 24 hours of just like going in and out of sleep. Oh my gosh. Loved it. Riveting. Now when they put it in, was it really painful to get the needle in your spine? It wasn't bad. I, this is the weird thing with pain. It initially hurts Mm -hmm. and then you get used to it for after 10 seconds and it's not the sharpest pain I've ever felt. It's more of an uncomfortable, like gross. Yeah. It just feels gross. Wow. And then it goes away and then you have drugs pumping through your system. Oh, worth it. And so I got a little free lapse. That um, sounds great. Which I loved. And so 24 hours of just being in that sedated and then I started, then they put the balloon in you to induce into your, to pop your water. Oh, I didn't know that's how they did that. So then they- It's like a weird party trick. (laughs) (laughs) It's a weird clown antics going on. Well, it's weird to see, it's like a pit crew that's constantly working you've got three people that are like I'm doing this to you now and you're like great (laughs) you're just fucked up yeah they're just like people putting IVs into you catheters all that stuff and then they come and they um check on you but like they finger you every periodically which is just like funny to just be like you think that should be like like a formal but it's just a straight up fingering just getting consent written consent every time but they're like we're just checking now you're like oh and then the whole time I was not dilating and then you're then I'm starting to feel cramps or I'm assuming contractions okay and those were really painful and that's when I started really hitting the epidural and then I was like here we go go time and then they're like nope Oh, wow. You're still at three inches or three centimeters. You're like way far away. How much Wait, How much centimeters do you have to get? I think it goes to 12 and then the go time is maybe around seven. And then there's also a thing of like when the baby kind of drops, mm-hmm. the distance his head before your cervix. I think there's an actual course. There's a term for it that I just blocked yeah. out. And then... Um, I don't think that was happening. And then we were, I was like, that it must be now. And they're like, no, you're not even dilating. And then the reason why I was at three centimeters or millimeters is they were like, well, we did that. Oh, <laughs> so my body was not even registering anything. I know, it's so hilarious. You're like getting faked out by yeah, your own. You're, you're like, like, here we go. Yeah. They're like, no, we haven't started. You're like, what was, what even was happening? What's going got, on? Like a minor gas pain yeah. or something. <laughs> So the cramps, the contractions were really hurting, though, yeah, even at that little bit. Uh, yes. And it starts to feel like you have to take a huge shit. OK, that's with, good to know. With cramps. It's like my first, you know, when you first get your period as a girl. Yeah. The cr- kind of cramps that you deal with, then, oh, the intensity intense, that yeah. make you feel like you have to go diarrhea. Yeah. That's what I was having. OK. Um. Always it sounds great. That's why, like, guys, yeah, you're Being like, it's a not woman painful. It's just fun. like you yeah. feel like you have to diarrhea and all blood rushes from your face. I used to have to go wow. take um, naps in the nurse's office. Oh yeah, that's what yeah. it was. Yeah, I remember those days. Um, and so then they were like, okay, well, he's not. We're you're not. Your body's not uh, reacting to the drug that we give to induce. And so mm-hmm. then I went and they were like, 
probably should do a C-section because we you've been here for like 24 hours. a full hours. day later. A full day later, yeah. Wow. Were you it, eating and stuff? Broth. I was just oh, eating broth oh and jello. God, it was like a spa. <laughs> I'm like, I'll have a little hot pot. <laughs> and then you're oh. like, you start looking forward to your beef broth. I'm like, this is what Gwyneth Paltrow's life is like. <laughs> I'm just she's enjoying just in my a beef hospital, broth. Yeah. <laughs> like a sterile environment. Yeah. yeah, she's just doing we're I'm just gooping in there. Oh my gosh. Sounds lovely. It was. And then um then they're like, okay, well just gonna we're gonna get it try to find an operating room. Um, wow. And then they'll like it took forty five minutes and then that's when you get you know, they push you in. And then time as a concept is crazy because mm-hmm. it feels like it's going by fast, but then you realize that you've been in there for stuff has been going on for hours. Wow. So they put you in and then it's the anesthesiologist and that I always enjoy that Ooh, because it's so it. like fascinating. I'm awake and then they're like covering you the bottom half of your body with the curtain and so you don't know what's going on below you. Oh, right. And okay, so that makes sense. I was like, why are they doing that? <laughs> it's for a little show. It's like a little puppet show happening on it, your stomach. But it does feel like that. Um, because that curtain is made in a way that they can move, open it. And then there's a like a fly screen. Oh, wow. To see the baby. <laughs> oh, for the, for the flies. The finale. <laughs> yeah. um, so, yeah, say... Start putting you in, prepping you, and then it's just like, do you feel this? And you're like, I feel pressure, but not a sharp pain. And they're like, great. And then they start going at, and wow. then um, trying to cut you up, and then you have no idea what's going on down there. Only Joe's like every now and then he can kind of see what's going on. Wow. And you're having a really like sweet moments together. And that was really sweet. And then there's a feeling in my mind of like, oh, my God, this is happening. And you're like, I'm not ready. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I'm not because you're at sets and you're like from here in about 30 seconds, you're going to have a being that you have to take care of for the rest of your life. That (sighs) very heavy. It sets in because even leading up to all of it, I don't think your mind can grasp the weight of what's going on yes. in your life. And yeah. so that was what was happening in that moment of like, Oh my God, my life is about to change forever. Wow. Um, That's huge. It is. It's so, and it feels overwhelming, but then you're sweet and you're having a sweet moment with your husband and you guys are being great. And uh, so that part, you're it's all, all of it's great, but it's just like daunting. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then um, all of a sudden they're like, okay, we're all They're, telling you the whole time like we're almost there he's wow. almost out and then uh then they're like are you ready and then i'm like okay and then they pop the screen open and then they show you your baby and i have a photo of it i won't share it probably no i won't share it yeah um, we'll wait till he's 21 but it joe took a photo of it and it looks so biblical wow. because there's an overhead light and it outlines his body and it's oh. just like epic mm-hmm. it's because he's just in his f- new form Wow. As the baby. And then you're like, cool. (laughs) (laughs) And then, um, then this is something I didn't know. And nobody, it felt like nobody talked about this, but once he was pulled out and the, I guess the hormones go away immediately, a huge hormone drop. And then it's, I, I think it's also from the anesthesia is your body goes into uncontrollable shakes. Oh, wow. And you're not cold. You just are shaking uncontrollably. And you're also splayed out like Jesus Christ. <laughs> it's wow, kind of like, like a horror um, movie. 
like the Mel Gibson movie. Oh, Passions of the Christ. No, that too, but also <laughs> the, the one. one where he's gutted. Oh, um, Braveheart. Braveheart, yes, yes. Yes. So I'm like Braveheart on the table. Wow. And then they're like, do you, you I'm like, I didn't understand. I thought everyone holds their baby and I'm like, I can't hold him right now. Because you're just shaking. Don't shake the baby. Yeah. That's the one thing you're not supposed to do. <laughs> I was like, you can't put him on me. Um, so they place them on you to do skin on skin contact. Um, and that's the other thing I was after the birth. I was like, now I get why people talk about birth plan because my birth plan was just get him out. Mm-hmm. I didn't know there's a whole like the golden hour. Do you want to feed him or oh. shall we feed him? And I was like, you guys can feed him because I just felt like I was in no position to feed him. Yeah. Um, then they place them on them on you as skin to skin, and you're like, "Oh, cool!" <laughs> hey, <laughs> and they show it to you like he's the bottle of wine that you ordered. <laughs> is this your baby? Is this yeah, you're like, oh, lovely. Pouring a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> How funny! I know it's like in what other context do you have like a massive, highly invasive surgery, and then a snuggle, quick snuggle. Yeah. They pull. It's so weird. They pull it out. And I don't think I it was to me super magical as more um overwhelming. Yeah. Of like what uh cuz you're it is you're get it's like West Wing you're getting briefed all the time of what's going on. There's three people asking you questions about like what you want to do and you didn't even I don't do any research. Yeah. So I had to make decisions right then. Um just like the real president probably. <laughs> I had an uh so I it was I felt like it was a lot. Mm-hmm. And then there are times where I'm like, I can't remember certain things. Right. right. It's weird. I can't. So I went in. T- so this is when um, I guess it was a little crowded. I had to go to a recovery room after that where they let you like recover properly okay. before you go into your hospital room. But you're. The recovery room is you're just placed with five other women that are also going. So I just kept hearing like other ladies getting sick. Ooh. And I guess I was like, I guess mine went well because the lady next to me was like, I think I'm going to throw up. And I'm like, well, I'm not having that. Oh, so wow. I, I was like, it made me feel a little better that I was like, oh, I think mine went. I'm not having adverse effects. Yeah. Just the shaking. Just the shaking. Just the violent shaking. And then my I couldn't get my oxygen levels to go but I could f- have a full on conversation so it kept beeping in mm. the recovery room mm-hmm. so I kept having to breathe into a peak flow meter in order to get it up and then I had to do lung x-rays and then then you're like I guess that those 10 years of me smoking pack of day is that having effect but oh wow at that point um he, they can't my body repaired oh good yeah. enough yeah I like that just kind of as a personality trait where you're like I just don't really take in that much oxygen it's yeah kind of me <laughs> I'm just a lady kind of, I'm just kind of you know I'm chill I'm just trying yeah I'm I just take that much oxygen levels yes. yeah <laughs> so everything turned out fine in the uh the um lung x-ray and then I came up and I that's where Joe was like you were that we were there for 12 hours and I'm like I thought it was about two hours that oh, we were wow. there. I it, had with no the idea. surgery with this. Yeah. Wow. Well, the surgery was probably f- an hour. Okay. Full. And then the recovery. The recovery. And everything else. And then I had to stay in the operating room while they tried to find a recovery. And Joe said that was three hours, but I, to me, felt like it was one hour. But then okay. that's the other thing. I was like, I was in there with my baby, and I think I was holding my baby, but I can't remember if I was holding my baby. That's and that's hilarious. where it gets overwhelming. And I yeah. can't remember when the first time I actually got to see my baby. Oh. 
out of my sim- I, all I remember is getting into one room that we shared they, after the recovery room they found us a room mm-hmm. and we shared it with another woman who was going through technically a stillborn <gasps> Oh, and they God. they didn't want that to be the case, but they wanted me to have a room. And then eventually the nurses were like, hey, this is unfair to both parties. It was awkward yeah. to be like celebrating our joy. Yeah. While- Yay, my mom. <laughs> <laughs> you have to try this. <laughs> this oh is my amazing. God. Yeah, how horrific. That's horrific. And so we then we got our own room and then everything was kind of like smooth sailing. But I don't remember. I just remember, I think when we got into the shared room, they were like, here he is. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then um, they kept saying like, you want to take advantage of the night nursery so you can get a full eight hours of sleep before you really get into being like parents and then we they were short staff and so there was no night nursery so <laughs> Claire, it's great classic new york city <laughs> so automatically i felt i felt like i've always been behind yeah and i've yeah. never caught up and i'm sure that's just a feeling you have anyway mm-hmm. but that i feel like i was robbed yeah <laughs> And I want my yeah. fucking eight hours of sleep and I haven't had it since. Yes, that was your spa time. That was my spa time. Your spa time was cut short. And so that was the full birth journey. I know I probably have interrupted myself quite a bit. Um, but we talk about it on mental health and Joe might have other pieces. Oh, yes. Yeah. Joe had some funny stuff that he was saying, which I, I, I was cracking up like about people being like, I was in labor for 38 hours. And it's like, well, part most of that is like you're just kind of sitting there. Yeah. Nothing's drink, happening. Sipping your broth. <laughs> yeah, watching TV and enjoying each other and taking naps. So I didn't get to deal. Yeah, I didn't have. It wasn't extreme. The only part. If I knew that it, I wasn't going to take, I wish I just planned C-section. Okay. Because it was just 24 hours of not eating. Oh, so, so I was you can't starving. Eat. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. So but when, after I had the baby, I was just starving. Oh, I bet. What and was your I, first meal post-baby? That's the thing. I can't remember. <laughs> Maybe Knowing you, it was probably food. some bread. Yeah. It was bread. <laughs> probably a loaf. Immedi- <laughs> <laughs> Immediately. Um. I don't remember what it was. That's a really long time to go without eating anything. 36 hours. Yeah, it was a long time. Just broth. Yeah. Yeah. I don't count broth as food. No, but it was pretty yummy when you're, that's all you get. You're like, I could eat. Then you're like, maybe I'll incorporate broth at home. Oh my gosh, liquids. (laughs) Oh, I'm on a liquid diet. Now, I did a deep dive. I think you had mentioned this to me about the um, doula, the the conning uh, the woman, she's a woman. She's Canadian. Oh my God, where did she, I see that story? I think it was in Vogue. I think okay. they did like a full story about her. It'll probably be a podcast. It actually is. I found one. It's on the last season of um, Something Was Wrong, and so I think the latest season is like season nineteen or something. They've got Something Was Wrong has a really good. Like it starts out really good and then it takes a bad dive where it's just women reading stories of like a man that abused them, like gravelly, no public speaking experience. Which you know, I want to. You know, the story. I, I the story is valid. Yeah, but you know, if you're. If we're going to entertain me, there's get no a sound sp- quality. Learn how to public speak. Yeah, get a producer. If you're get getting producer. abused out there, learn how to public speak. Yeah, put some effort into it. <laughs> <laughs> but it's it's such a fascinating show because like the whole concept is like, oops, excuse me. Um, birth control. Birth control alarm. I already took it. I already took it today. <laughs> but the whole concept of the show is like at you... Uh, like you start dating somebody or you have a friend and like everything's great and then you realize 
something was wrong. Something's been wrong the whole time. I love that something is wrong because it's so fascinating because they know something is wrong, but they ignore the flags because you're just kind of like, huh. All right. What do I know? Yeah. He seems to only eat cheese. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Moving on. And it then is- later on in hindsight, you're just kind of like, oh, uh, okay. now it makes sense. Yeah. Like the Scamanda where she, they were like, you know, I did think it was weird she was going swimming after she had a skull stint. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, this one, this girl, her name is, I believe, Caitlin. And what she's doing, she she has a couple other people who are friends. They become friends with her, and then she kind of starts in with the usual friend abusive behavior, where it's like always needing you to call her, needing you to like pick her up to yeah. drive or something. You're always, always going in to crisis. Them. Yeah. yeah, they you're emotionally supporting them, and they're always they always need something from you, but you know they're not really a friend in your case. And then it progressed to she was pretending that she was having a stillborn birth product of an incest rape and needed somebody to help her coach the baby out um because i guess in the case that you have a like a an miscarriage that's late term you would still you could still birth it yes and She's telling these doulas, like, you know, these doulas are like, oh, like, I'm feeling so bad for you, like, showing up. And then, like, she's just kind of pretending to have contractions and stuff and just kind of going through it. But anyway, it's a fascinating listen or read. It's also, you know, it's all over the place now because she's just now, I think, been sentenced. You're like, how do I get that mental illness? I know, I know. What a hobby. (laughs) What a hobby. I mean, it's like, you got to put... At that point, it's work. You're yeah. working a lot. You're interviewing doulas. Yeah. You're faking pregnancies. Renting an Airbnb <laughs> to have the doulas at. It's like, oh so my God, who just, has the time? So you can get off. Yeah. You're uh, like, yeah. get a dildo, lady. Yeah. Oh my God, please. <laughs> that, that was part of it, too. Um, she was like taking off clothes and stuff like during the birth and like all oh, these doulas like they've seen it all they're like oh yeah she's just hot yeah you know but i just like the case the ones that start realizing what i got to find out what their flags were yes i think there was a couple for girls some of the girls who were the doulas were newly into it you know they were yes. kind of just starting on their journey and so they were like looking for people to work for for free and i think doula being a doula is kind of like a yoga teacher in a way where you're like okay building up experience doing like work study you know and that type of thing and then the people that were more experienced there was red flags immediately but then they feel bad because you have this story of like you know i was victim of violence and this and that yes. and they're like oh okay well well that's the thing I've lately with the, all the podcasts that we've been listening to uh, with the medical stuff is like I feel like there's a whole group of people that take advantage of illness mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and it's a really hard thing to call out yes because you if you're wrong mm-hmm. you are a complete fucking monster. Yes. Yeah. And so you don't want to take that risk of being like, um, I think 
whatever you're going through is bullshit. Yeah, she's not even pregnant. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's and you're just like, a whoops. pregnancy belly that she has under there. Yeah. So it's like really hard to call out, but I actually find those people to be so difficult. Like, it's so, sometimes I've had friendships where I'm like, but you're always sick. Yes. Yeah. What is going on? The and toxic behavior. And that I think that that's why people end up getting caught up with it because they have like a naivete of like, oh, like this is my friend. She's going through something. But that is one great thing about like being in your in your past your 20s. I always say this. I'm like, I'm not in danger of joining a cult anymore. And I feel great about that. (laughs) It's a a, yes. That's the advantage of getting older is that you feel like like, oh, you remind me of Marnie. Yes. Your tolerance is low. Yes. I mean, I've had there's girls that I've met that they'll tell me a few stories and I'm like, I know, don't think we can, we, we will stop right here. Oh, absolutely. I will keep us as colleagues. Yes. And I'm not going to venture into your world that much. It's usually I can tell through their Facebook posts. Yeah. <laughs> One You're to like, two Ooh. stories about a friend who wronged you. And I, I'm like, okay, well. This is the second time you've asked for a number for a lawyer. <laughs> Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. I know Facebook is such the playground of the unhinged, I find. (laughs) And it's like if somebody is nuts, you are going to hear about it quickly on there because I don't know when it began. I remember when I was in high school, it was like writing was like boring and like kind of stupid. You know, it's like now everyone is an author out there just writing a novel. Oh, my goodness. Please send prayers to me, but I'm not going to let you know why I need prayers and you're like um I'm gonna need pray I need to know what I'm praying about I don't want to pray <laughs> famine on a country yes I'm gonna need to know what I'm praying for because you okay. had a bad vacation experience yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was wronged by Costa Rica <laughs> yes so how are you feeling with your life postpartum now are you feeling like everything's different everything changed in a moment um yes everything's changed I I don't know what my I'm not in you know how they're like your perspective is different Mm -hmm. um all I know is all I think about is taking care of my baby and that you realize that uh I need to take out a lot of wasted stuff in my life yeah um and then also I'm still I don't think and they call it the fourth trimester Oh, I of, didn't know about um, this. I think it still takes a while for your brain to realize that you now are having you have a baby. It's a wild shift. Yes. A wild shift. That I'm I don't feel like I figured it out yet. Yeah. And I'm sure there's moms that are way into it. They're like, you never do. And yeah. I don't like that feeling. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's funny. I'd as- like to know because it makes me feel like when I wait at tables and the very first time I'm on the floor and you're like a head chicken with its head cut off and you're like, I don't know. And then one day it just clicks and you're like, oh, wow, I'm doing this really smoothly. Yes. Or how you figure out the New York transit system. Yes. One day you just know it and you, you can go anywhere in the city without looking at a map. But the first couple of years, you're like, I'm going to express to the Bronx. Yeah. <laughs> you're getting out of the train like, where am I? Who am I? What is north or south? Um, that's how I feel right now that I feel like there will be a moment where you're like, 
okay, I figured this out. Like the idea of somebody, there's a lot of people that have get pregnant right away from this. And I feel Mm -hmm. like, I don't know how you do that. Mm -hmm. How Mm -hmm. you have a toddler and a baby at the same time. Oh yeah. Oh my gosh. That seems like it would be really tough. Yes. Because both aren't going to bed and then they they're doing intervals. Oh yeah. Interval like, like sleeping you mean. Yeah. Meaning like you put down one and the other one has had a nightmare. (laughs) <laughs> or yeah. probably peed in the bed and you have to go change it and you're like yeah you're just never you're never sleeping you're never sleeping and so th- I think it's acceptance that you're not going to have your old life again oh my gosh yeah you've fully moved into a new journey yes it, we're to the point like it's so odd I don't feel like I even have time to send emails because mm-hmm. you feel once you feel like you put the baby down and he's all fed and um, in a mindset of going to bed, uh, you're like, great, now I can like maybe do some work. And then he gets up. Uh, yeah. I call him a little time sniper. <laughs> yeah. It's like a little Pomodoro. Yeah. Like he just knows. Five minutes down, 25 minutes up. Yes. <laughs> yeah. But now it's getting better because he is sleeping at least at least three to four hours stretches at a time at oh, night. That's great. So I just sleep. I'm not getting eight hours of sleep consecutively, but I'm probably getting close to that throughout the day oh that's great yeah but the whole like sleep when the baby sleeps I think that's just bullshit you can't because you're trying to clean your apartment you're getting cleaning the bottles you're making formula and then also I'll get into this in the next one the breastfeeding Oh, yeah. I can't wait to hear about the breastfeeding. Yeah. I I don't know how. It's a full-time job. It's a myriad of challenges. Yeah. Well, you were saying today as we were heading down to the studio that this is the longest that you've been away from the baby. Yeah. And And it feels weird. Well, it does. I so have a friend taking care of the baby and now I feel like I'm Paris Hilton that I'm just like, uh, (laughs) uh, like just a clueless lady that's like <laughs> the mom guilt has I, set in uh, yeah i i just see my i visit my baby oh, hello <laughs> hi it's mommy okay yeah. i'm popping out again i'm working i'm working for my podcast <laughs> an empire my empire yes that does make me feel um like i'm not i'm not mommying yeah and that's yeah. the other thing too is like um i don't I ha- it hasn't set in that I'm doing work mm-hmm. that I'm like I must be doing my comedy stuff or whatever like creating the content or sending out emails or like the social media postings and I'm keep telling myself like no taking care of a child is full time a, a full time job full-time. and that I should feel the satisfaction from that and be paid and be paid by the government that's the thing is i'm making no income yeah and joe's like we're fine and then yeah my mind i'm still in the scarcity mindset of like i want to make i want to contribute to our family well i think it's really hard when you're when you start spending a shit ton of money it's it's such a societal thing that tells us that housework and child work is nothing it's not well, like shouldn't be compensated in any way. I keep thinking of the Bill Burr joke of like, um, if you can do it in your pajamas, is it a job? And I have to tell you, I did have that mindset. Mm-hmm. But I think I'd rather j- work on a not I'd rather, but there's something vacationing about me working on the roof. 
Yeah, yeah. And the hot sun, like... <laughs> the thing about that Bill Burr joke, like, this is a joke that he tells, if you guys haven't heard it, where it's like, being a mom is the hardest job in the world. And he's like, you're not in a coal mine, okay? But it's like, you're a comedian. What are you talking about? That you know a hard job. You're flying from town to town on a private jet. Yeah, <laughs> like, making an extreme amount of money to do 20 minutes or an hour's worth of work that you've already worked on for a full year. So yeah, it's just like autopilot. You're not even finishing your jokes for your Netflix special so I don't think you know exactly (laughs) like you could do your job in your pajamas yeah yeah and you should and some comedians do (laughs) (laughs) where I that's my mindset like my point of view is like this is a it's probably the hardest I've ever worked the hardest and then the least compensated yeah yeah yeah, well, I'm I'm excited to get into it further as we continue on. Yes. For the hopefully the podcast will go for 18 years. Yeah. <laughs> We're in it. We're in it. Yes. Um, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for listening to Lady Journey. Please like and subscribe below yes. to support Sarah's lifestyle and her new baby. Join our Patreon so I can feel like um, I'm contributing to the family. Yes. Empire. And Lady Journey. Lady Journey. <laughs> <laughs>